Okay. Praise the Lord. Uh, I want us to start here at, uh, at Psalm 40. We're in the book of Psalms here. Now, remember most of these Psalms, and of course this one here, this one was written by, uh, by David. David was the second king when they started having a king for Israel, whatever. Notice he says, now remember, <laughs> David's a king. He's not just saying, you know, I feel like writing a song. Remember, he, his whole, he, was, he killed Goliath. He had some mighty men that worked for him that acted the same way. They were just so great. They were great soldiers. And they got there for, by, by uh, uh, <clears throat> trusting the Lord. He says, I waited patiently for God to help me. In other words, he didn't give up. And this is where we are. You, uh, like I say, I have a uh, you know, I'm, I'm potential thing with the job situation, and this is exactly what I did. I, I pulled out my Bible when I was walking into the, where I worked the other day, and I thought, I'll just take 40. I had no idea what 40 was, but I know what's in the Bible. So I knew 40 is going to have something. Oh, listen to this. Praise the Lord. I waited patiently for God to help me. Then he listened and heard my cry. Boy, some of us today in America... We don't even think he does that. I mean, we know the Lord, but we think, well, the Lord has to have his timing and what. The timing on Psalm 40 is now. It's you. Anyway, he lifted me. He didn't say he lifted somebody else. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the bog and the mire, set my feet on a firm path and steadied me as I walked along. And as we noticed about Job a moment ago, Job at the very end of his life, absolutely. Well, not the end of his life. He had 140 more years left. Anyway. He's given me a new song to sing. Because like I was, you take me for an example of going in the other morning, I didn't have no song. I'm like, here we go again. But as I read this psalm, man, I tell you what, by the time I went up, I had to go 34 flights of stairs, you know, whatever, 17, one way you turn out, go 17 more. And then by the time I'm walking down my, uh, my hallway, man, I, absolutely. He said, uh, he's given me a new song to sing of praises to our God. Well, Richard's because you're a guitar picker. No, it's not. But it's because I know what he's done for me, and I know what I'm facing now he'll fix. Okay. Now, many will hear of the glorious things he did for me. Praise reports. Like Melody's Tire. Honor Society. Dustin's things. Myrna's things. Bob's things. You just hear all these praise reports. Boy, and they're like, yeah, that's our God. Oh, and stand in awe before the Lord. And put, look at that, and put their trust in him. That's the reason we tell each other, well, you know what? The other day I was doing something and I had a knife and I, I can't believe it. I just knew I was going to cut. And I didn't. You know. Well, as we hear those things, we're like, praise the Lord. He'll do that for me. Now, why, look, it keeps going. Many blessings are given to those who trust the Lord and have no confidence in those who are proud or who trust in idols. Now, these people really did. They, they had, uh, you know, I'm trying to find something here. They, they really did believe that, you know, this carved piece of wood would help them, you know, or whatever. The, they're trying to, I mean, the world today, is, is, they make fun of Christianity. And even Christians will make fun of our Christianity. Like sometimes we'll say, you know, well, that won't happen unless there's a miracle. Well, we should be looking for a miracle, you know. But anyway, let's keep going. So he's talking about uh, trusting in the Lord. It's not trusting in the Lord here to uh, go to heaven. It's trusting in the Lord. You're waiting patiently to get out of this terrible situation. Now watch this. Oh, Lord. Now these are prayers. That's the reason I went to Psalm 40 because <laughs> I needed a prayer. I'm sitting there going, oh, I don't know. So I just got 40 out and I was saying it. But anyway. 
Oh, Lord, my God, many, many times you have done great miracles for us. You have? Yeah, he really has. And we are, look at this, ever in your thoughts. Who else can do such glorious things? No one can be compared to you. There isn't time to tell of all your wonderful deeds. It isn't sacrifices and offerings that you really want from your people. Burn animals bring no special joy to your heart, but you have accepted the offer of my lifelong service. In other words, we give our life to the Lord. Then said I, see, I have come just as all the prophets foretold, and I delight to do your will. My God, <clears throat> for you have your law is written upon my heart. Now this is all a one breath prayer. Verse 9. I've told everyone the good news that you forgive people's sins. Man, sometimes we check out right there. We just think, he won't help me because, I, no, 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 he's your God. He will forgive you. A parent forgives their child. I mean, come on. I've not been timid about it, as you know, Lord. I have not kept this good news hidden in my heart, but I proclaimed your loving kindness and truth to the congregation. In other words, this reason, you know, the story about David and Bathsheba, I mean, come on, that's not the only thing. He's fixing to say there were waste, plenty of stuff. But it doesn't matter what your sin is. The Lord will forgive you always. He says, oh, Lord, hold, uh, don't hold back your tender mercies from me. Now, remember, he's in trouble. Only, my only hope is in your love and faithfulness. Otherwise, look at this. I perish. For, look at this. For problems far too big for me to solve are piled higher and higher above my head. I mean, it goes from worse to worse. Look at this. And then look at the next phrase. Meanwhile, all my sins. Look at that. Ah, I lost it. Hang on. This is, there it is, Psalm 40, verse 12. Meanwhile, all my sins, look what he says, too many to count. Well, now that just should kill your prayer right there. You just, well, the Lord's not. Well, David didn't think so. Listen, don't forget, we're all in trouble because of what Adam did. Don't quit singling out your, I mean, if you single out your own sins and go, well, I just not been, I. You're, we are all sentenced to eternal death. But Jesus is our Savior, and we're not going. We're going to heaven. He's going to keep us out of that. But Adam's sin alone caused death to be passed to all of us. Death meaning eternity, you know, not just without God, but, you know, the hot place or whatever you want to call it. We were lake of fire. We were destined for that, all because of Adam. Now, we've made mistakes too, but anyway, notice this. Meanwhile, my sins, too many to count, have all caught up with me. Yeah, and I'm ashamed, I'm ashamed to look up. My heart quails within me. Luke chapter 18, the Lord said there was a, a tax collector came into the temple to pray, and he wouldn't even lift up his face. And there was a proud Pharisee over here going, oh, Lord, I think I'm not like him. And this guy wouldn't even look up. And he said, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. That's what the tax collector said. And this guy said, I give my money, I give this, and I do all these wonderful things. I, it's so funny, the King James Bible says that this guy prayed to himself. I think that's a good way to put it. He did, he prayed to himself. This guy here was praying to the Lord. He said, just have mercy on me. Anyway, Jesus said when the tax collector left, he said he went away justified. Wow. And of course, the Pharisee didn't. Mercy. So anyway, he says, oh, Meanwhile, my sins, too many to count. They've all caught up with me. And I'm ashamed to look up. My heart quails within me because of whatever my problem is. Please, Lord, rescue me. Now, notice he didn't say forgive me. Here he has that. He needs help from whatever this big problem was. Come and help me. 
Confuse them, turn them around, send them sprawling. All those who are trying to destroy me. Woo! Trying to assassinate him or something. Disgrace these scoffers with their utter failure. But look at this. But may the joy of the Lord be given to everyone who loves his salvation. Salvation being what? Whatever your temporary problem is. I mean, I've got fancy things I like. You know, I lose this ring. I've got plenty of it. But this one is special to me like every other one I have. You lose a screwdriver or a crescent wrench or something that you need that you just had. And you're out there at Gunnersville Lake. That crescent wrench is precious to you. Where did it go? You know, trust the Lord in his salvation and he'll find it. May they constantly exclaim, look at this, how great God is. I'm weak and poor, yet the Lord is thinking about me right now. Woo! My, oh my God, you are my helper. You are my Savior. Come quickly, save me. Please don't delay. Now, he said the Lord heard him. Now, uh, <clears throat> so, that is, uh, David had everybody singing that when he was king. Oh, uh, Now, let's skip here just a little bit. Oops, back up a little bit. That's the book of Psalms. And I'm going to go straight to 2 Chronicles. And in 2 Chronicles, we're not going to cover all these chapters. We're just going to get 20. But I want you to see here, 16, this was King Asa. King Asa, um, let's see, we'll count them. We got King, David, King Saul, then it was King David, then Solomon, Rehoboam, Abijah, Asa. Okay, so six. He's the sixth king of Israel. And I'm going to guess here, be pretty close. Israel had been a nation for about almost 200 years at this point. Maybe 250. Okay. Oh, boy, it's been gone downhill. The kingdom got split a little bit now. There's another part of Israel. Oh, they call this the king of, uh, they call him uh, the king of Judah. Uh, Asa, that is. And you've got a king of uh, Israel as well. But anyway, uh, let's skip ahead just a second. So, Asa is going to pass away, and his son Jehoshaphat becomes king. Now, the 17th chapter, we're going to look at this, 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 abbreviated. I'm just going to pull out some high points. The 17th chapter, watch what, now Asa was a good king. He made some mistakes at the end, and what's so funny was he really loved the Lord. He did good till right at the end, and at the end, he had foot problems, had other problems too, and he didn't ask the Lord for help, and he died for something in his feet. Terrible, terrible. Anyway, uh, catch that real quick. Look at this. He said, uh, Asa became seriously diseased in his feet, but he didn't go to the Lord with the problem. Okay, it's a word problem. What do I learn from that? There's nothing wrong with going to the doctors. Jesus said the sick need a doctor, not the well. But his problem was, if you read the verses above it, he didn't want to have anything to do with the Lord. He didn't. But this also implies that, wow, the Lord will help you. Now, I want to show you a verse right up above it that's one that you've probably heard all your life. There it is. The eyes of the Lord search back and forth across the whole earth. Let me put it in the King James a second. You've heard it. You've heard sermons from this verse right here. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose hearts are perfect toward him. Notice the rest of that verse. Herein you've done foolishly, and from now on you're going to have wars. Boy, Asa was mad with the prophet. Now what did he do? Well, he was being attacked by a whole group of, uh, of, of, of anyways, 
an army was coming against him and he forgot to trust the Lord. Well, he didn't want to trust the Lord. This guy here, this, this preacher, shall we say, came in and said, Hey, don't you remember 30 years ago? The Ethiopians and a huge host, many chariots, they came to get you and you asked the Lord and He bailed you out. He helped you. And now, you won't do that. And that's the reason he says the eyes of the Lord run to and fro. Look at this in the Living Bible. More of an Alabama language here. Watch this. Amazing. Look at this verse right here. So now you know the context. Look what he says. He says the eyes of the Lord look back and forth across the whole earth. Hey, hey, excuse me. I'm over here, Lord. Well, he's watching you. He's watching Myrna, Dustin, Bob. Looking for people whose hearts are perfect toward him. Now, what he means by perfect is you're looking at him. Help me. Not you didn't make a mistake, okay? So that he can show, look at this, his great power in helping them. Now, if you want to know what the will of the Lord is, it's the will of the Lord that he uses great power to help you. Wow. But he goes on and says, what a fool you've been. From now on, you're going to have wars. So he got so angry, he threw him in jail. And then, oh my goodness, he oppressed all the people at that time. Terrible. So guess what happened later on? He had foot problems and he didn't go to the Lord. Boy, this guy was hard-headed. Mmm. Man. Okay. Anyway, he passes away and his son Jehoshaphat took over. 17th chapter. Okay. Oh, let's see. Jehoshaphat, his son, became king and mobilized for war against Israel. Okay. He got everything all set up. Uh, notice he said he followed in the good steps of his father's early years and didn't worship idols. Now, uh, I want to skip down here. Notice this, he was very wealthy. Praise the Lord. Uh, numbers of the Lord was taking care of him. But I'm going to skip down just a little bit. Look at this. In the third year, three years, he reigned about 25 years. He did a nationwide education program. wonder what that is. Same thing I ask everybody to do and what I hear myself to do is read your Bible. Read your Bible. Just, just read your Bible. Well, see, the, the nation was not just... Well, I read my Bible all... No, they weren't. They weren't reading anything. He sent out top government officials as teachers in all the cities of Jerusalem. I mean, in Judah. These men included Ben-Hael, Obadiah, Zechariah. Anyway, these guys. He used the Levites for this purpose, including just a list, a list, a list, a list. Wow. You know why we have these things? Is because these kings were not silly kings. They actually had a historian. They had a secretary. They wrote all these things down. All these names... Anyway, so they took, here, here's what they did. They took copies of the book of the law of the Lord to all the cities to do what? Teach the scriptures to the people. Praise the Lord. Okay, now, <clears throat> notice this. Nobody could tear him up. Nobody could come after him. Nobody declared war on King Jehoshaphat. Wow, wow, wow. How do you want to solve the problems in your life? Boy, be reading your Bible. Now, let me summarize in the 18th chapter here. The 18th chapter, because um, <clears throat> this, this king goes on and on. He says, but rich, popular Jehoshaphat, he, he made a problem here. When you're a king, the way to keep another king from getting a leverage on you is say, hey, I got a cute-looking daughter over here. You got a cute-looking son. Let's let them marry. Except it was the other way around. Jehoshaphat had a son. Ahab, oh no. Now who's Ahab's wife? Jezebel, oh mercy. Jeho Jehoshaphat thought he was doing the right thing, but he made a mistake. My, my point here, and I'm trying to be real fast, and I will, 
is Jehoshaphat made a big mistake here. He shouldn't have done it. Matter of fact, somebody's going to tell Jehoshaphat, one of the Lord's preachers, he's going to say, why did you ever go down there to talk with King Ahab? So he was in trouble. And he said, because you did that, you're going to have troubles. Now Jehoshaphat got himself in trouble. Well, he did. But I want you to see, he still, he still got the Lord's blessing on him to help him. So anyway, they had this marriage ceremony, a great party for him. And then, uh-oh, then he asked King uh, Jehoshaphat to join forces. He says, hey, would you help me wipe out the Syrians? Remember, the Syrians are with us today. We've got Syrian refugees and all that stuff. Anyway, bottom line, uh, I'll just tell the story here. Jehoshaphat was really trying. He said, hey, uh, 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 let's get a prophet of the Lord here and let's ask him uh, whether or not uh, it's going to be okay. So Jehoshaphat was doing the right thing. But King Ahab said, no, 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 there's one prophet here, and I don't like him. He's King Micaiah or whatever, I mean, uh, Prophet Micaiah, and he never says anything good about me. Well, of course, Micaiah came in there, and he said, oh, yeah, you're going to do wonderful. You're going you're gonna to wipe out the army. But the King, ah- King Ahab said, I know you're lying. And Micaiah basically said, yeah, that's right, because tomorrow you're going to die. If I'm, not, if, if, if I'm a prophet, you're not coming back, you know. Anyway, that's the story here. But anyway, interesting enough, they go out in battle, King Ahab... He decides that, hey, uh, I'm going to go incognito. I'm going to, oh, I'm not going to wear my crown and stuff. We're just going to sneak out there and, oh, let me get down here to it. Uh, Yeah, here we go. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, I'll disguise myself so nobody will rescue me. But you put on your royal robes. <laughs> I wouldn't fall for that. I mean, you wear your crown, but I'm not going to wear mine. Anyway, so guess what happened? The king of Syria issued orders, ignore everybody but king, the king of Israel. Wow. Now, you got to remember, wait, whoa, 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 hold on a minute. Do you see the Lord protecting Jehoshaphat here? Don't get Jehoshaphat, get Israel. Well, of course, this is what happens. Anyway, so anyway, they went forth. No, but I want you to see. Anyway, so the Syrian charities, they saw King Jehoshaphat. Well, he's the good guy. In his royal robes, they went for him, supposing he was the man they were after. But Jehoshaphat cried to the Lord, what? Would you please take me to heaven? No, save me. I don't want a bullet. I don't want an arrow. I don't want, I, I don't want to be in jail. I don't want them poking my eyes out, all the nasty things they do to prisoners. <gasps> and the Lord made the charioteers see their mistake and leave him. Praise the Lord. Okay. All right. So anyway, you can, you can tell what happened next. He gets free. Let's go to the 19th chapter. So anyway, as he went home, this is when the preacher showed up and said, Hey, should you be helping the wicked, those who hate the Lord? Because you've done this. Look at this. The wrath of God's upon you. Oh, my goodness. That sounds bad. But anyway, Jehoshaphat made no more trips to Israel. So he was trying to work things out. Remember, he's got a son that's married to that guy's daughter. Anyway. He went all the way around through the country helping them worship God. Now, uh, anyway, although the prophet said, you know, you're going to have some wars and all this kind of stuff. You can read this. It's, it's, it's not, much, not much to it. Now, puts us right into this. Later on, oh my goodness, massive army shows up to wipe out Jehoshaphat. Now, I'm going to read this though. Jehoshaphat, that there's a vast army marching against you from the Dead Sea. Now, now he could stop and go, well... I guess this is because I had my son marry Ahab's daughter. And after all, the preacher told me that I'm going to have wars from now on. No, 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 no. 
Look what he says. Jeho- so anyway, it was, they were already coming to get him. Jehoshaphat was so badly shaken by this news. Look what he did. He determined to beg for the help from the Lord. Hallelujah. So he announced that all the people of Israel should go without food for a time in penance and intercession before God. People from all across the nation came to Jerusalem to plead unitedly with him. So it was a big prayer meeting. Now this was not, you sing a special song, you do this. This was emergency. You be real about it. Oh God, help us. Look what he says. So anyway, Jehoshaphat stood as they gathered at the new court of the temple, prayed this prayer. O Lord God of our fathers. Now this is written for a reason. We can do the same thing. The only God in all heaven. The ruler of all the kingdoms of the earth. You are so powerful, so mighty. Who can stand against you? Boy, I could see already. Now you just slip in and go, would you please help me? And that's what they're going to do. Oh, our God, didn't you drive out? Now you would have known this when Moses was around. You read Exodus. Drive out the heathen who lived in this land, Jehoshaphat. I mean, jo- excuse me, Joshua. He said, you didn't give this land, no, excuse me, and didn't give your, give, you didn't? And didn't you give this land forever to the descendants of your friend Abraham? Your people settled here. They built a temple. Truly believing that, here it is. This, is. this is what Solomon said in his dedication of the temple. Whenever we are faced with, look at this, look at this. Calamities such as war, disease, wow, famine. We can stand here before this temple and before you, for you are here in this temple and cry and see Jehoshaphat saying, you promised you would help us. That's the reason the Bible is so important to us. Uh, we could cry out for you to save us and that you will hear, look, and rescue. You know what this is called? It's called faith. It's not, well, if you don't, we'll understand. No, there's no, we understand. We trust you're going to help us. Now he pulls out the bargaining stuff. And now we see the armies of Ammon, Moab. That was Lot's son. This, these were Lot's grandkids, Ammon and Moab. All those descendants, tribes now, they've turned against Israel. Look what they're doing. He says, you wouldn't let our ancestors invade those nations. That's because they were part of uh, Abraham's uh, relatives. So we went around them, didn't destroy them. Now see how they reward us. They have come to throw us out of your land you've given us. Oh, our God, won't you stop them? We have no way to protect ourselves against this mighty army. We don't know what to do. We're looking to you. As the people from every part of Judah stood before the Lord, except they had some in the nursery and some of them stayed home. No, they didn't. This was every person in the kingdom was standing right there going, they were listening. They said, Lord, as the people from every part with their little ones, their wives, their children. Notice this. All of a sudden, uh uh-oh, wait a minute. Somebody heard something from the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord came upon the men standing before Jehazel, the son of this guy, the son of that guy, somebody who was really real. He had a genealogy. We knew who he was. We knew his his social security number. Listen to me, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem, and you, O King Jehoshaphat. Don't be afraid. Don't be paralyzed by this army. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Now, you've heard this whole thing. He says, you're not even going to need to fight. He said, said, stand quietly. See this incredible rescue God will perform for you. Anyway, notice all these things are ours. Anyway, King Jehoshaphat fell to the ground. All the people of Judah, they did the same thing. They worshiped the Lord. Anyway, man, this group here started to sing a song. Oh, my goodness. It rang out so loud. Wow. Now, early the next morning, 
Remember, he said, go out there. So the army goes out there. On the way, Jehoshaphat stopped. And he said, hey, guys, listen. Believe in the Lord your God. You'll have what? Success. Believe his prophets. Everything's going to be all right. Look what he did. After consulting with the people, he determined they should, oh, my goodness. They put the Marine Band out front. Well, actually, they were second. They put the choir members out there. Sandy Patty with that voice that just, whoo, whatever. And all those men, the Statler brothers, whatever. they all out front. Oh, big mistake. No, it wasn't either. And have them start singing. And as they, uh, as they walked along, thanking the Lord. And at the moment, they began to sing in praise. Wow. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, we need to start singing and God's going to do it. He already told them the day before. Anyway, the Lord caused, you know, these guys, they, they began to fight with each other. They killed each other. Now, Close it out. Look at this. This is what happened. Looks like the end of the book of Job too. Look at this. There were dead bodies. You couldn't count them all. There were so many. Look at this. King Jehoshaphat and his people went out to plunder the bodies. Look what happened. They came away loaded with money, garments, jewels, stripped from the... It, so much it took three days to cart it all away. Now get this. Hold on. Look at this. Then they named the valley the Valley of Blessing. And we're out of time. Better stop. Praise God. Now, what does that mean to us? Well, I think we can figure it out. <laughs> Father, we just thank you that you're here to help us. If we're in any kind of trouble, you will get us out, just like we see here in this. Lord, if we're not feeling good today, oh, that could be such a distraction. Our heads hurting, ear aches, whatever, or maybe something bad we hear from a doctor, something that's not good for us, and we're just worried about it. Oh, Lord, we know you'll take care of that. Couldn't be any worse than Naaman being told he's got leprosy. But he's going to be all right. So, Lord, we know you'll take care of that. And if it's financial, you'll fix that. If it's something... Just whatever it may be, you'll get us out. And that doesn't leave anything left. But for us to act like the scriptures are so, and let's put historic things down about us, what great things you've done for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All righty.